0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spiritual Journey podcast. We're on episode 85, and um, again, just want to start this episode by saying thank you. Feel so blessed with this space, feel blessed with the amount of messages we get and the impact this podcast is having, so I'm feeling, feeling very, very blessed, and I just wanted to say, start by saying thank you, and um, always start by introducing my co-host, the beautiful, the stunning, the, healer of the and published author, Stacy Brown. Stace, you want to introduce yourself?
1: Yeah, thanks everybody for being here. This is definitely a passion project for us. My name is Stacey. I am an intuitive. I do readings for people around the world. I also do mentorship and coaching, helping people to transform their lives. Um, podcast host and creator and a recently published author.
0: Thanks, Stace. Uh, hi, everybody. I'm Nims. I'm Nimesh, whichever name suits. Uh, I'm also an Akashic record reader, and Akashic trainer, podcast host, podcast creator, and a spiritual coach and mentor. And I just, I love the work that we do. I love the space that we're in. Um, just with the energy around us, I feel like a lot of people are going through a lot of things and they're searching for different answers. And I love the way that we guide people to truly understand what their soul's purpose is. You know, and really understand that this human experience is really about the soul journey. So I love, love the space we're in. I love the work that we do. And yeah, I love this passion project and looking forward to today's topic. And, you know, we pick the topics uh, for each podcast a couple of months in advance. And we really don't um, plan the episode because we really just want to channel whatever message comes through. So I'm sure, this this week's episode is going to be an interesting one. And the topic is when do you? When you die, where do you go? And that's a really interesting question. I guess what we'll talk about, just to kind of, I guess, put a put a disclaimer on, is just the answers that we give are based on our experience. Obviously, in this lifetime, we haven't died, so you know where we go is 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 kind of just based on our experience. Um, but I guess we have had some insights in in terms of you know kind of where the soul goes. And you know, if you've experienced death uh, in 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 your surroundings in your family in your friends, maybe you know you've experienced a connection with that soul in terms of getting against some experience. I guess as a start, um, me me being born a Hindu and being born a Hinduism, um, Hinduism just naturally is quite fluid. So there's a lot of belief in in um, karma and a soul's journey in multiple human lives and reincarnation. It's kind of part of the DNA of, of Hinduism, right? There's a there's a real belief that that this existence is is just is 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 part of a journey of a soul. So it means that when you die, your soul continues on the on on the journey. So I've always believed that the life I'm in, even before I started the spiritual part of it, that the life I'm in is is just one part of my journey. And when I leave this life, um, my soul will continue and will have um, further existence, et cetera, et cetera. From a Hinduism perspective, we really believe that the soul has multiple human lifetimes. And it's all about kind of the evolution of the soul. And your soul gets to a certain point where it doesn't have another human life because it's experienced and gone through all the tasks and all the kind of growth that it needs to, to reach that level. Um, so, you know, I mean, I can go, I'll go through some examples and, and go deep on this topic, but I really wanted to kind of get Stacey's perspective on, Stace. what's your, what's your perspective on on this topic in terms of, you know, when you die, where do you go?
1: So I was raised in a very different upbringing. I was raised, um, as part of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, which is also known as Mormonism. And um, though there's definitely a belief in the afterlife as far as going to heaven um, or other other places, depending on how you handle life, um, there was never an understanding of us going through life cycles repeatedly. So meaning having multiple lives or multiple lifetime experiences. So that was something that... Um, I never really took the time to to research or to dive into until the last couple of years. And uh, I I really credit Akashic Records for bringing me into that awareness of having um, experiences more than just this lifetime. And it was when I started opening up the records and tapping into that vibration that I had an understanding that we do life more than once. And, um, it's been kind of a fascinating thing for me to open up to because it was something that wasn't a part of my upbringing. And yet I know we've all had the experience where you've come in contact with someone and thought, wow, they're an old soul, right? Where you, or you'll, you'll meet people and they don't necessarily match their, um, their maturity or their the the level of where you would expect them to be at the chronological age they are you know their wisdom either surpasses that or maybe feels a little bit behind and i always wondered about those things but i never had any exposure to it until the akashic records and the akashic records have opened me up in such a profound way to understanding that we experience this life more than once um my knowledge of the afterlife or the spirit realm has opened up as well through this process. And it has given me a perspective on things that I've never really had before. And I would say very genuinely, it's something that I'm still exploring and coming to understand. But through each reading that I do, I feel like I gain more and more clarity. What about you?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Yeah, you know, if I think it's all about the mentorship clients we've had and what we do, it's sometimes easier to kind of gain a perspective when you're coaching and mentoring somebody else and you're taking others on a journey, like when you we are talking about reading. Um, you know, And our mentorship program really does help people to understand not just this lifetime, but kind of previous lifetimes and really understand why you're here. There's a lot of soul work that we do too. So that, that I think, gives a really good insight. And I guess just as a side note, if anybody wants to know more, you can book a free discovery call and we can take you through what we do on a mentorship program. Um, But it really is interesting. My journey in terms of death and my views of it, I've always, it's like my, my dad passed away more than 25 years ago and he wasn't in this country. was, he was away in India, but it's interesting. I remember a conversation um, I had with my sister and my brother, as we were leaving the airport after dropping him off. And we all kind of had this conversation that we felt we weren't going to see him again so there was a knowingness in us that he was going back to india um where he was born because that's where he wanted to leave this realm and um we still let him go the thing is he had this determined determination and he's like when we had that feeling we were like yeah sure and then he's like there's a you know are you making it up there was a determination in him that he he wanted to go to India and he went my sister took him but he even said to her look even if you weren't going to go I'd go man and he had his health issues and things like that so and through the journey even though I know the soul goes on and I know that there's a knownness in me that this isn't the only existence and and my My fear of death isn't, I don't don't really fear death that much anymore because I've experienced so much. It doesn't mean that when loved ones leave, I'm not going to miss them because humanly you're going to miss them. So, you know, when my dad left this realm, I hadn't really begun the spiritual journey yet and I was angry with God. I was angry because why did I let him go? I remember very vividly um, my brother calling me to let me know that my dad had passed I remember exactly where I was. I remember exactly what happened. I remember his his exact words of that conversation are imprinted in me because it had such a big impact. And, um, you know, then the same when my mom passed away. um, And, you know, that was a few years afterwards, but she was in the UK, but I wasn't. And I've shared this story before, but, you know, I was so angry with God at that point. And I had started my spiritual journey then. I had had some experiences, but then I was like, hold on a d- Hold on a second. I wasn't there when dad passed away. I get it. He was in a different country. But mom passed away in the UK and I wasn't there. And I was so angry. I was just... And again, you know, I know that her soul is going to move on and I know that, you know, wherever she's going to go next, she's meant to, but humanly, I wanted to hear my life and that was okay, right? And I remember... um you know, I was on a cruise, I was on a Bob Proctor cruise at the time. Bob Proctor is a motivational speaker. There was Marion Williamson. There's other speakers on this cruise. Basically, it's a cruise that you know when you're at sea, you hear the, the um, you know you hear some uh, speakers, et etc, and you connect with them. and then when you port, obviously you've got an experience to land. And Bob Proctor at the time had heard about um, my mom passed away, so he had a private res- he had a private meet with us before we left. And he could see I was angry, so he's like, he's like, how do you feel? I'm like, well, I'm just angry with God. And he just used a phrase that is really, that really helped me through the whole pain, which was, you are, you are where you're meant to be. And that helped me understand that I wasn't meant to be there. And subsequently, and again, maybe this resonates with, with with our listeners, maybe it doesn't, but I have, I have had a conversation with mum as on the, on the other side, just to try and understand it. My mentor, um, Sarah Jeffrey, kind of guided me and he helped me through the process. And through that conversation, I understand that I wasn't meant to be there. And if me or my younger sister was there at the time, then my mom would have struggled to leave this realm, but it was her time. And she chose to leave this realm. She made a decision because... She knew that there was, she was having some stomach issues and was complication to an operation that, that was her done, which would have meant she would have required six months of care. And she didn't want to be a burden. She'd always said, I don't want to be a burden. Everyone's busy and all that. So she made a choice. And I struggle with that because, you know, she could have sort of stayed six months, got help from all of us. and But it was her choice and it was her time. And it kind of gave me some solace and some knowing that their, their, their souls are okay, their souls have moved on. Um, you know, and I guess the the other experience to talk about is, is Sidra. Sidra's my mentor, my friend, my really good friend, my guide, the one that really kind of helped me understand. I'm a healer. Um, And I really expected us to do many events together and kind of spiritually really take on the world. And, you know, she, in March 2020, she was in India. She passed away in a fire, only 38 years old. And um, it was really interesting. A lot of people around her that were close to her really struggled. And I struggled too, humanly. Obviously, I miss her. I really feel that she prepared. She prepared me for her not being here because she said to me many times, 2023, you're going to be on stage, shine your light, and I'm not going to be there. And I was just used to kind of, sure, whatever, Sidra, because, you know, but she kept saying I wasn't going to be there. And it's like, there's so many things that she did. Now I look back and I realize she was preparing. There was some knowingness in her that she wasn't going to be on this human realm. And it's like, when she left this realm, I knew she was exactly where she was meant to be. I knew she could help so many more souls on their journey, being on the other side. And in a weird sort of way, she's had more influence on me, maybe not more, just as much influence on me on the other side as she had as a human. Because She's now one of my guides. And as soon as she left, I could start hearing them all. And she's the one that was persistent about Akashi Records she was the one that said you know akashi records akashi records and she's very persistent and um i learned how to read akashi records because i wanted to understand my soul contracts with her and um it was such a beautiful experience that i started reading other people's records and you know it's changed our lives it's brought us to where we are today but it's just it's just interesting um so now there's a knowingness in me that I know that the human experience I'm having now is just, is is, and I talk about it a lot, we're a soul having human experience. Which means that this human experience, from my perspective, isn't the end. It's part of our journey. And Who's to say that we're not having parallel lives and multiple lives all at the same time? And again, it's a different topic and maybe it's a different podcast, but for me, time is a human concept. Who's to say the lives that we're running in our linear? Who's to say we're not running multiple lives all at the same time? So, you know, I, I, on the journey, and I've had so many other experiences of connecting with souls that have left this realm, you know, um, maybe our listeners have have experienced a loved one and a this that maybe they were near the end. I believe a lot at a, at a human level. There's a knowingness within within you when you know that you're coming to the end of this this existence. Again, it depends on the level of awareness. But I wonder if if our, if, if any of our listeners or some of our listeners have have experienced a knowingness when something was going to happen to a loved one, or something happened, and it's that sometimes you get an innate experience and a kind of a a deep knowing. Um, when our loved ones are going to leave this realm i knew like i know i know like i know that my dad knew he was going to leave this realm i think sidra had a good idea she was going to leave this realm whether she knew the exact timing she didn't share um but she knew she wasn't going to be here um and that for me is interesting right it's like if you know you're not going to be here and you're sure of it how would you react and maybe that's a good question for our listeners is you know what would you do differently if you knew you only had a certain time on this planet? How much more would you embrace life? So, um, and I guess the last experience I'll just talk about, Stacey, and I've been talking for a while, is is the experience of um, of my dad again. I, I, I've always been able to feel mom around me a lot. I've always been able to feel her love and her warmth. But dad was really spiritual when he was here. And it's really weird because when he was here, I wasn't, I will not necessarily say I was that spiritual. I was very mental, I was very focused on career, very focused on, but I know with stories and stuff that he was very spiritual, so it's that. And I know, again, it's my belief, but I know that when he left this realm, in some way, he's ascended. So I made the assumption that because he's ascended, he's not near me, he's doing other things, and, you know, just, and it's really interesting, even as a human, he was, he used to help a lot of people in many ways, He was so busy helping everybody else he didn't really have a lot of time for me and one of my first experiences of him on the other side in the last few years is he he said sorry i'm like why why does he say sorry what are you sorry about and he's like sorry i wasn't there for you and i didn't even come into my mind i didn't think of the fact that he wasn't there for me but the thing i realized is that in the afterlife because his energy and his vibration is different I couldn't feel it because I was expecting his energy to be the same. And it's very different on the other side. And it's like, I'm now open to that. And actually, Stacey, you helped me a lot with that because when you were visiting, I remember you felt his energy. And actually, there's there's a there's a drawing in my, in my, in, in my lounge that you sketched of, of him um, and what he looks like on the other side. And he's very angelic. And that has really helped me to understand and connect with his vibration because he is very different. And again, maybe that's a good advice for our listeners is if you have a lost, if you have, if a loved one has left this realm, be open to their energy and their vibration, feeling very different on the other side. Because I've since learned, actually, the reason I couldn't feel my dad's energy coming in now is because he hardly leaves me. So it means his vibration, his energy is always near me, but it's different. It's not like he was when he was a human. And... Again, I guess this is such a deep topic. I mean, I can go off some of the different tangents. Um, and then the last, I guess, comment I'll make states before I hand it back to you is I, I've experienced souls that are leaving this realm. I remember an experience with Sidra where um, she actually helped a soul move on. And, you know, um, I wasn't in the hospital room at the time, but the family described the experience and they, them is very profound they felt the soul leaving they felt the you know kind of the whole transition and you know i felt souls when they've when they've left this realm and kind of difficult to transition over and i really believe that i've I've guided souls to 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 kind of move on um like i said this is a deep topic i can talk about in so many different perspectives um and states i've talked about for quite a while so i'm going to hand over to you what What's your perspective? I mean, have you had experiences of and connected with souls that are not in this realm? What's your perspective of what do you think is going to happen to you when you leave this realm? Do you have a view?
1: So my connections definitely happen as far as souls who have crossed over. Um, I've experienced it before in my life. I would say probably one of the more fascinating connections was with my grandmother. And I had a conversation with her years ago where I said, you know, Nana, I want you to commit to me that in some way, when you cross over, you're going to, you're going to give me a sign. And she was like, she kind of laughed, you know, and was like, what kind of sign? And I was like, well, you're with the way you are. It's probably going to be something like thunder and lightning. And she kind of laughed and a couple of years passed. And I, I said to her, you know, do you remember that conversation we had? And she was like, yes. And, um, years ago when she passed, I remember my mom calling me and telling me that my grandmother had passed away. And that night, um, it was like in, in the fall time, it was not a time where you would normally expect a thunderstorm, but, Um, I was getting into bed and there was just one flash of lightning and a slow rumble of thunder one time. And I knew that it was her. I knew that she was like giving me the sign that she had crossed over. And so I would say um, my experiences with the other side and where we go when we cross over have been quite pivotal, whether it's been with a client or like with my grandmother with that kind of experience. But I would also say that there's some um, kind of haziness to exactly what it looks like. So um, I'll just give you for example, if I do a reading for someone and their relative has recently crossed over I find that it's really hard to connect with that soul on the other side. So my understanding of it thus far, which could evolve and grow. But at this, at this juncture, my understanding of it is that um, there's like a, a holding season or like a, a time of transition where that soul is, I don't know if they're integrating their journey that they've just experienced. I don't know if they're, like in training for whatever support they're providing on the other side, but there tends to be like this kind of transitionary like waiting period that I'm not really clear on yet. Um, my, my concept of, of heaven and hell doesn't really exist anymore. You know, that was something that was taught to me through organized religion. Um, I I believe that when we cross over, we're definitely held accountable for the things that we've done in life. Um, But I wouldn't necessarily say that I believe that it is the extreme Christian belief of, of the way things happen. And I also think that when we cross over to the other side, if we still have lifetimes to experience, I do believe that we're integrated back into a human body. Um, what the period of time is between the one life and the next, I'm not super clear on because I think time is a human concept. It's not something that's understood in in other realms, right? It's something that we've kind of structured and 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 fallen into the habit of measuring things in minutes and seconds and days and weeks. Right. I don't necessarily feel that way when it comes to the other side. I feel like it's a lot more fluid, um, and expansive. And so for me, um, you know, as I get older, I definitely think more about death and I think more about the, the journey and what those next steps are going to look like. Um, but I absolutely feel the connection with souls who have crossed over. And I think that's the most important thing to convey to our audience is that we do in fact have the innate instinctive ability to connect with those who have crossed over. Some of us do it through prayer and some of us do it through meditation and some of us do it just talking out loud in our car to the person that that has crossed over but i do believe that there is a line of communication that we are given um with the souls who have crossed over and i fully believe that souls communicate with us whether it's through repeat numbers or through you know, some beautiful experience in nature, I believe that those souls are a lot closer to us than what, what we tend to acknowledge on a daily basis.
0: Yeah. And, and I obviously 100% agree. It's interesting. is that, you know, if you think about it, well, hold on, if the soul's still communicating with you in the afterlife, how could they move on to the next part of their life? Right. It's it's like, well, how can you be as a soul? I'm a big believer that that's that my there's a fragment of my soul that's in me right now, but my soul is in multiple places. So I'm I'm a big believer that the consciousness of a soul when they leave this realm and a fragment of that soul does stay around you. And I would encourage our listeners, if you if you have a loved one on this side, do talk to them and trust whatever comes through. And if it's a voice and it could be your own voice, if it's a feeling, trust that feeling. And i get it can be difficult right i get it can be um, emotional but what if you trust that they were listening what if you trust that whatever the message intuitively you get as a response is true and the more that you develop that muscle the easier it gets and um i also believe that there is a transition period right i believe there's a you know there's a period of time um I mean, in Hinduism. We we do. We have like twelve days of mourning. So there's like twelve days, and um, you know, there's also a theory that you know, if you're too emotional, you know, over, over of a level one leaving and stuff, they 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 might have to stay around longer and all that sort of stuff. I don't necessarily believe that. I I think you mourn. I don't think there's a right or wrong way of mourning. I think you do what is right for you. Everybody has an opinion, um, but I do believe that you can feel that soul, that energy around you over those 12 days, over the whatever period. And if you open to it, you can feel the energy in there. Because I, it's like when, depending on where you are, when you leave this realm, I do feel that there are some, some souls that are lost. Maybe they weren't ready to leave. And you can feel their energy and you can feel their confusion and you can feel, and as much as possible, your intention of allowing them to transition with ease and grace, I really do believe helps. So when I hear of, of of somebody leaving this realm, I'll always say, you know, I hope their soul transitions with ease and grace. Because I do believe we can influence that. I also believe in karma. I believe that that there's a you know um cause and effect. What you do has, has an impact. And you know, if, if anyone that does me wrong, I'll always i wish them well, you know, I'll send them off with love, but I also know that, you know, universe has a way of balancing itself out. And who's to say whatever somebody did, did, done to me was right or wrong? That's just a frame of reference. I trust in that karma will balance whatever is meant to be balanced out. And our soul is here to experience things. So it means that if, you, if you've had a lot of pain in your life, what if that was what your soul needed to experience to expand in this lifetime before it transitions onto the next one? Um, but it is interesting. I mean, how long does the transition take? I don't believe there's a standard time. And again, in Hinduism, 12 days a morning, we'll do another ceremony after 30 days. And we normally do something after a year. So maybe there are transition periods, right? There are integration periods. And, and I also believe that time is a human concept. So, you know, who's to say that when your soul leaves, um, it comes, back into human existence in X number of X number of years because you know time is a human concept. I mean there's so many stories of you know babies coming into in, in, into this realm and having skills that you can't even explain, having language skills that you can't even explain. So I really believe there's there's a lot of there's a lot of proof that the soul has transitioned into multiple lives. And what you the, you, you use a great example of when you meet somebody, sometimes you get a feeling that wow, they're an old soul.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I, I hear that about me all the time, right? People get an energy of feeling. Um, I feel like I'm an old soul, um, and you know, me connecting with my soul and having kind of conversations with my soul. That's partly why I have kind of never truly felt like I belonged. There's so many new experiences I was kind of. I don't get as excited as maybe others do, because I do feel my soul has experienced so much already. That means in this existence, when you come in, it doesn't. It means that I'm not necessarily meant to fit in, because I'm meant to do something different that hasn't been done before. So the programming that every you know the kind of human existence programming etc. I needed to understand why I was here. Um, Kind of moving on to I guess a different part of it is. Your, the example you gave earlier of Akashi Records again has given us a lot more insight, right? We, we've done so many readings where past lives have come up, and you know, past lives are an interesting part of this conversation because you 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 carry certain gifts and certain elements and certain karma from life to life. Um, but again, from my perspective, I don't think you need to experience every past life. To, to really understand. But I, I think that getting some exposure to some of your past lives gives you insight into some of the, your trace into this life. So, you know, like I said, Akashi Records, doing readings for the people and seeing their past lives and what they've experienced, you know, it's like things like abuse of gifts and then coming into this life, you have a fear of your gifts and you feel that the gifts are going to overpower you, etc. There's so many things that, you know, when you, when you kind of delve into the records, it does give you a different perspective of how your soul journey in this life is influenced by other things that your, your soul has already experienced. Curious what your, what's your perspective on that? And is there anything you can share that you've learned through the records? There's Yeah. You know? I would say
1: it's been such a powerful experience to to learn about akashic records and then to be guided through the process of tapping into that space. I mean, I, you know, like I said, I, I wasn't raised in a belief system about past lives. So all of this has been a fairly new development for me. And has really opened my eyes because I think a lot of times people are carrying things and they're not sure where it comes from. And then we do an Akashic record reading and we go into their past lives and there's some connection with something that their soul has been through in a past life that didn't make sense in this life until they received a reading. Right. And so that's been really significant for me because, um, when we do readings together, I mean, I, am I remember just being shocked that I was getting information about past lives because again, not a concept that had been introduced to me in my upbringing. Right. So it felt really strange at first to be tapping in and sensing the history beyond this lifetime of other souls and I would say it's probably one of my favorite aspects of doing Akashic record readings now is that I will see, sense, feel, hear things that come from a past life. And um, and getting to like bring that person receiving the reading into a greater awareness of who they are and why they are the way they are. Um, I'm trying to think of examples off the top of my head, but If someone, you know, lost a mother in a past life, right, as a child, and maybe in this life, they've experienced some fear and anxiety around the relationship with their mother, but they're not sure why, right? And then they find out in a past life, they lost their mother figure, right? And then it gives them the space to understand, okay, this fear that I have is not crazy or unwarranted, My soul has experienced this type of loss before. And that's why I'm now feeling that way in this life. So for me, this has been a season of a lot of expansion and growth as far as my understanding of things. And with that has come this desire to bring that awareness to other people, right? Because I'm like, how many other people don't know about past lives? How many people in this world are struggling with something in this life that doesn't make any sense to them. And by understanding the concept of past lives and that our soul experiences multiple lifetimes worth of, um, expansion, right? I mean, it could be loss, it could be pain, it could be joy, right? It could like, there, there's all kinds of experiences that we're going through and it's like a part of your soul as recorded all of those things right and by opening up the records we can delve into that and so for me this has been a big learning experience because not only am I growing in my understanding of the human experience and what our soul goes through and and experiencing multiple lives but bringing that awareness to other people and expanding myself through those readings has been really significant because it was a it was an aspect of spirituality that i didn't understand until recently
0: i love that i love that isn't it isn't it how cool isn't it cool the universe um really kind of brings you into awareness when you're ready for it um you know i i, I we, we train people on how to read akashi records and you know i i introduced the records to you and i and I don't really believe I we train anybody on the records. I I, I don't believe I trained you on the records. I believe that at a soul level we already have our our own ability to connect with the records. And I believe what, what what I did for you and what we do for others is we guide people to a gift they already have. But you're just not aware of it on the human level. Now and I'll give you an example of um of a past life I've experienced for me. And how it's kind of influenced my life is, and again, I'm sharing. I guess I'm not used to being vulnerable to taste. Normally it's you, but there's a part of me that is is always believed that um, loved ones would would eventually leave me. Obviously, I've I've had mom, dad, and Sidra, and other other close friends, relatives that have left me in this realm, but this was deeper. Um, so I've experienced a past life and kind of felt like it was in the 1800s where I was deeply in love with somebody. I thought, you know, we were going to, we were going to end up together and all the rest of it. And you know, I followed her onto a ship somewhere. And I, I am, um, I remember confronting her because she was apparently at that point running away with somebody and I was confronting her and there was a struggle and um she hit me with an oar and I fell into the water and there was that I had a feeling of helplessness because I was conscious, but I was kind of not conscious enough to do anything because I'd just been hit. Um, and it was that feeling of complete helplessness and being let down by somebody. And it was so deep. And, you know, in that life, I ended up, you know, kind of having that sinking feeling, going to the bottom of this the the ocean or whatever it was, and having that sinking feeling of you know, kind of really having a broken heart, I guess is the best way of putting it. And um that feeling was super, super deep. So I, I worked with 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 a friend, another healer, and I managed to go back to that past, uh, that past life and change the ending. So I did a process where I didn't die in that life. You know, and I don't know if I actually changed that life, but what it did was change the emotion around how I felt so I went through a process of you know not dying that life surviving swimming kind of getting to land and you know not, not 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 being with her but actually at least um finishing that life experiencing that life and not dying with a broken heart and I wasn't planning to share that on this. I wasn't, there wasn't a thought that came into my mind. But just during something that you said, Stace, kind of remember, brought that memory back for me. And it's It's interesting with the work that we do. We do provide those insights so you understand how you are in this life. And um, I love it. I love the work that we do. I, I guess, Stace, another perspective and maybe to, for you to share is also you've You've managed to connect with um, my loved ones, and it's like you know, connected with Dad's energy, and you draw you draw the, the image that I mentioned earlier that was hanging in my lounge, like it's like an angel. You also connect with a Sibra. So, how was it for you to connect with you know, because you this this was I think on your second trip here, a lot of this happened, um, and also in your first trip. What was the feeling like for you to connect with? souls that have left this realm that are more connected to my energy? I
1: mean, I would say it's kind of um, the same with any client that I work with where I'm tapping into um, souls that have crossed over. It, it It's a very powerful experience, especially when you um, haven't known them earth side and you're tapping into what their vibration is on the other side because there's no comparison, right? It's not like I met Sidra in person and um, her energy is different on the other side. I'm just getting what her energy is on the other side, right? Like what that connection is. And um, I do feel like they try to show us um, familiar things or relatable things, even if they're, they've ascended and their energy is different. Like we'll use your dad as an example, right? Um, you had wanted to connect with your dad for quite a long time and didn't feel his energy in the way that you did here. And, um, you know, I was able to tap in and, and describe what his energy was like on the other side, keeping in mind, I didn't know him in the human realm, right? I hadn't met him personally but he gave me this exposure to his soul that let me then convey that to you. And I I have to say, it's probably one of my favorite aspects of my spiritual connection is that I am able to help people to connect with those that they may feel disconnected from. And honestly, until saying it out loud right now, I don't even know that I realized that that was something that I do, but I remember doing it for you with your dad. And there was such a sense of peace once you could connect that his vibration felt different on the other side, right? Because in for you, he was always your dad, right? But as a soul, he's been more than a dad. He's been more than a brother. He's been more than a father. He's experienced many lifetimes in many different ways, and so I'm experiencing his his purest form as his soul, versus as the role that he played for the person whose life he left. Does that make sense? It's kind of powerful. That,
0: that makes a lot of sense. It's that, uh, and, and I guess you know the point is healers need healing too, right? We have human experiences, human expectations, and yeah, it's beautiful to be able to give that guidance that it is our expectations sometimes that limits us to our gifts it is our sometimes our expectations of how a loved one would appear or the energy their vibration is that sometimes limits us to truly connecting with them and it's that being open to magic and being open to things differently and you know you you definitely yeah, it's interesting, I, I I could feel, like I said earlier, I could feel mom's energy, I can feel Sidra's energy, but because when dad left this realm I, I wasn't spiritual, I've, I've always been spiritual, but I wasn't really sorry at beginning my spiritual journey, that I wasn't I couldn't feel his energy, I couldn't feel his, because I, I hadn't been open enough to feel his energy transition from how he was in a human existence to how he's on the other side, and yeah, I mean, I I'll always be grateful for, for, for you for doing that. It's because, um, and it lives, you know, kind of the memory I actually had a friend over yesterday and they were admiring, you know, the the, the painting that you did for me. And they're like, oh my God, that's amazing. And it's just, when I tell people it's what you saw, I could feel them and see them thinking, wow, that's pretty cool. And it is a gift, right? Being able to guide people to connect with their loved ones or connect with their guides because our loved ones don't always turn into guides, right? I mean, I've, I've, I have the the blessing of having two very powerful humans um, cross over and become my guides. You know, my dad and, and, and Sidra are both part, part of my soul team, part of my guides. And I feel very blessed in doing that. And, you know, mom's different. I don't feel like mom is one of my guides. I feel like she's there watching over me just like a loved one would right so and it's just and who's to say i'm right or wrong who's to say um for anybody right if you if you'd love if you if you if your loved one is is left this realm and i make it sound easy but try and have no expectations of what the energy is like and be open to feel what you feel allow yourself to truly feel the energy in the vibration around and i always always encourage you to have a conversation with your loved ones. Who's to say they're there or they're not? Whatever you feel, whatever you believe is correct for you. But if you're open to truly feeling that magic around you, then connect to it, feel it, and allow your loved ones who have left this realm to love you from the other side. I know that, you know, I, I'm I'm blessed with having a loving family on, 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 on the human realm but I also know I have a lot of love from the people who have left this realm. And, um, you know, sometimes I forget that because I miss them humanly, right? It's okay to miss them humanly. I, I sometimes wonder why did mom and dad leave, you know, leave Israel at such a relatively young age. Um, you know, and I wonder how, how, how different would I be if they'd still be around. I wonder about Sidra, right? How different would I be if Sidra was still around? I don't know the answer to that question. But I know that I truly believe we can't control when we come into this realm and when we leave this realm. I think those two things are already decided. I think there's certain major elements of our destiny. The universe helps us and pushes us to expand. Um, But I also believe we have free will and we can influence some of that. But when we come and when we go, again, just my belief, I believe that's something that's already pre-decided. Um, I could be wrong. It's just again my belief. Um, but I do feel blessed with the insights I've had, the connections I've had with with, with loved ones that I left us around. and I definitely feel connected with the, with the cash records and that has helped me to understand my relationships and my guides. But also as you said, I love the, I love our the, the, we, we can guide people on the other side sorry guide people on this side to connect with their past lives, to connect with their guides. I mean, um when when you experience a joint Akashi record read, with us, a reading with us, you get and you know divine feminine, divine masculine. It's a unique experience I don't think anyone else does. And you know the readings that we've 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 given to others, it's it's like I you know, you're normally, Stacey normally has a, a really good connection to to past lives and kind of delves really deep into what those some, what some of those are. We both do, but she has this, you know, ability to go really deep. And part of what I do is I connect you with your guides. I allow you to truly feel the vibration, the connection around you. And I love the readings that we do. I love the fact that we we give that unique experience, you know, so, and I guess just to mention, if anybody does want um a reading, reach out to us. You can you can book either the any of our websites. If it resonates to book a joint one, you can. If it resonates to book an individual one, whatever you feel is right for you. Um, I love reading Akashic records. They, the records have really changed my life, um, guided me to a gift that we already had. And the other thing is, if you feel drawn to the records and you feel that and you really want, want to open up a gift inside you, then we do that too. We do that over three sessions where one session one, you get to experience a joint reading. Session two, we guide you to open your own records and we hold your space and we guide you through that process. And the third session is you open either my or Stacey's records. So you kind of get to experience what it's like to receive a reading. You get to experience what it's like to open your own records and receive for yourself. And then you get to experience opening records for somebody else and you get to experience that. And I know for me... Um, learning to and opening up someone else's records opened up a different level of connection to my guides and my records. So it's all really important. And I believe that anybody that works with us is a soul contract. So if our voice resonates with you at a soul level, um, then maybe it's time for you to book that reading and gain the insight that you're ready to receive. Um, states so like I always say, I have no idea how where these episodes are going to go um we just go but I always like to ask you near the end is you know kind of what what journal prompts could we give to our listeners to help them on this journey to truly understand this this very special topic which is very personal I'm sure to a lot of
1: people I would say grab your journal and just ask yourself the question do you believe that this life is all there is and just see what unfolds when you ask that question Right? Do you feel like there's something more? Have you had a divine experience with someone who's crossed over or who has been transitioning over that has opened you up to something more? Do you feel things in this life that don't make any sense, that feel like they might be tied to another experience that your soul has been through? I would say start with the foundation. What about you, Nims?
0: I love it. I love it, and I, like I said earlier, I would, I would recommend that if you if you have a loved one that's from uh, that's left this realm, have a conversation with them. And Maybe just if I could, if you could just close, you know, if you're in a position, maybe step into, into into nature, or if you can't, just close your eyes and allow yourself to feel their vibration, ask their vibration to come around you, and just have a conversation, and trust whatever comes through. Try it. Um, I'd love to know how, uh, any feedback on this episode. If it has, um, if it has sparked a, a a connection that you you now want to develop, or if there's some insights that you have gained, I'd love to get that feedback. Um, we always always love love receiving that feedback. Um, and yeah, I mean, reach out to us. All the work that we do, we love. We 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 try to introduce. Many different options of working with us because we really want to serve. And we try to make it easier by giving you different options, like mentorship program, maybe you're ready for that. Maybe you're ready to go and and work with us over 12 weeks to go deep on who you really are, your programming, your purpose. Maybe you want to start with the experience of what we do by booking a cashier recovery. We also do coaching, uh, which is like one-off sessions to go deep on a specific area. Or maybe you want to just start by following us on social media. Both me and Stace share regularly on Reels and different things. And, you know, Stace goes live three times a week on on, on on pulling cards and sharing messages that come through, et cetera. So reach out, follow us on social media. We have many different ways to connect. We do rooms on Clubhouse. so If you're not on Clubhouse, join Clubhouse, and that's another great way. But obviously, keep listening to our podcast. So um, we love this space. Um, sending everyone so much love and light. I really, really do wish with all my heart this has helped you to understand maybe what your soul is going through in this human existence. Maybe it helps you to connect with people on the other side. I really hope it does. Um, Stacey, I'm going to hand over to you to close us up.
1: Another amazing episode. It's always um, a joy to me to be in this space and to be pouring into all of you. And we love your feedback. So send us a DM, send us an email, let us know um, if there's any topics that you want us to cover that we haven't yet covered. We love hearing from you. Thanks again.
0: Thank you, everybody, sending you so much love and light, and we'll be back very, very soon. Bye for now.